Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is Oh Hell No Devil, and it's hosted by Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. And now, call your neighbors and friends, and you tell them that Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn are about to bring you the word raw and uncut. Oh, hell no, devil, deals directly with the demonic element that's operating behind the scenes in your life. And as we go into tonight's broadcast, we encourage you to speak to your circumstances, and you'll always be victorious. And now, here are your hosts, Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn. Because it is your life. 
I speak and sow seeds of revival. Everywhere we go, send forth angels to reap the harvest of revival over all the world and pour yourself out on all people, Lord of the harvest. Send forth laborers, positioning them in strategic places to minister as you pour out your spirit on all flesh. Almighty God, show yourself mighty and strong with signs and wonders. Holy Spirit, breathe on all the people of the world. And I pray this in the name above all names, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And remember our passage of scriptures, Matthew sixteen thirteen through 19, but especially verse 18, where it was written when Jesus said that upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And with that in mind, we're talking about our spiritual offensive, spiritual warfare. And just to recap on that, how do we advance the kingdom of God on Satan's domain? Well, first, let's review what is the battle about. The aim of war is for the souls of humanity. And Jesus came to set us free to redeem us from our captivity. His death on the cross did exactly that. Our sins were paid for. We, the saved, are no longer under Satan's dominion. We are under Christ's dominion. Satan's goal is to prevent the lost from being saved. As Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 4, 3-4 declares, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the gods of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. And that's 2 Corinthians 4, 3-4. 2 Corinthians divides the world into two groups. One, those who are perishing. Secondly, those who believe. The perishing are kept in blindness by the God of this age. Now, we have authority through Christ over Satan's dominion to remove his authority. And through Jesus Christ, we have authority to set the captives free and to pull down strongholds of the enemy. And tonight we're going to be talking about the blood of Jesus. Hello, listeners. This is Tony. We're going to be talking about the blood of Jesus, one of the weapons of our offensive warfare, the blood of Jesus. I love to say that. Father, thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. It is written, and the blood shall be to you, Tony, Evelyn, all of my sisters and brothers in Christ, for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Egypt, Exodus twelve thirteen. But remember, we are the land of Egypt today. We're in the land. And we need protection. Sisters and brothers in Christ, Jesus, Jesus became our Passover lamb. Our Heavenly Father loved us so much that he gave his son without sin to be our final sacrifice. It is written, Hebrews 9, 12, 
neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Jesus' priesthood began when he entered the Holy of Holies and offered his blood for us once and for all. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, let us draw near with a true heart, a true spirit, and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled, Hebrews ten nineteen through 22. Thank you, Lord. Now, when we apply the precious blood of Jesus, our Passover lamb, he speaks on our behalf, Evelyn. Yes. You want to know what he says? What does he say? Jesus says, look, there's the blood. Mm-hmm. Their blood bought. Yes. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Satan shrinks back in rage when he can't touch our household, mm-hmm. Evelyn, which includes all, not some of, some of them, all of our relatives. Mm-hmm. He can't touch those children who we cover by the blood. Mm. And I cover all the children. Yes. I get up and cover all the children in the city of Birmingham. Yes. The blood is an impenetrable force against the demonic schemes of the prince of the air. Mm-hmm. And nothing can get through the blood, the blood, Evelyn. Nothing, uh, nothing. nothing. Not even drug pushers. Mm. They can't get through the blood. Mm-hmm. Street gangs can't get through the blood. Mm-mm. Spirits. Spirits, mm-hmm. <laughs> spirits of suicide, spirits of addiction, spirits, mm-hmm. any spirit can't get through the blood. Right. We need to stop running around, Evelyn, trying to please God with socials and our charities. We can't offer our own works. Mm-mm. We can only offer his blood. Yes. When we offer the blood of Jesus as our covering mm-hmm. and our plea, God sees the blood, mm. and the blood cries mercy. mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. When we apply the blood of Jesus to our lives and those we care about, it immediately pleads for us from the mercy seat. Evelyn, there is power in the blood of Jesus. Jesus. Yes. When Satan and all his demonic forces hear you plead the blood of Jesus, they know. (laughs) They know. They know no weapon formed against those it covers can prosper. They know God is going to answer our prayers. So the question is, do you know? Do you know the power of the blood of Jesus. So that's why we're going to be talking about this powerful, offensive weapon of our spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Remember, it is unseen reality. Just because you can't see the devil, you can't 
see his spirits, you do see the effects that his spirits try to invoke or have, invoke or bring about our, yeah, into our atmosphere fear. and life going to round us through the daily news. He tried to invoke fear. He tried to invoke terror. Mm-hmm. He tried to invoke oppression. Yes. It's several things that he tries to invoke. Yes, he does. Yes. And we know, you know, that song is a what can wash away my, my sin. sin. Yes, nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yes. So as we get into our discussion tonight, we're going to come back from our break, and we're going to get in depth with our teaching. So once again, get your pencil and papers, and we will be right back. Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn will return in Oh Hell No Devil in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. You'll be blessed. Got something on your mind? Want a prayer request? Got a situation? Something you want to talk to Miss Tony and Miss Evelyn about? Well, give them a call tonight. 323-784-9638. Maybe you just want to talk to somebody. That's why they're here. To help you turn around, face that situation, and speak to it. So, give them a call tonight at 323-784-9638. 9638. And if you're holding right now and you want to speak to the host, press 1. You be blessed. Israel, but how do we 
apply the blood of Jesus today? What is it that we need to do, Evelyn, so that the death, the death angel, the evil spirits will pass over our homes and protect our family and our neighborhoods and our cities and our nations and our children. Right. How do we apply the blood today, Lord? Yes. So you ready? Ready to find out You ready? All right. Great. I'm excited to find out. I am ready. All right. As we seek to develop a steadfast confidence in God's protection, of our children, nothing, Tony, is more important than building up our faith and the power resident within the blood of Jesus. And the best place I know to start that process is in the book of Exodus. This is where the Lord instituted a vital principle of protection that for, that would forever remain one of his fundamental truths, deliverance from death and destruction through sacrificial blood. All right. The book of Exodus tells us what happened as God worked through Moses to set his people free from their bondage in the land of Egypt. And throughout that entire ordeal, God protected the children of Israel from the plagues that were devastating the land around them. Yes. And then in Exodus 12, God instituted the Passover to protect the Israelites from the final judgment on the people of Egypt. And that's when the death angel visited every firstborn in the land. Now, the Israelites didn't know what was going on at that time. Nevertheless, in Exodus 12 and 3, God instituted a requirement that the children of Israel would have to fulfill in order to experience this divine protection. This is what God instructed Moses. In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers a lamb for a house, and every Israelite house had to have a lamb. Oh, glory. Yes. But you know what the good news is, Tony? What? Thank God we have a lamb as well. Amen. He is the matchless, precious lamb of God, Jesus Christ. And God anointed Jesus to be the lamb of our house. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the lamb of God, Jesus Christ. In Exodus twelve fourteen, mm, the Lord went on to say something quite profound, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. He said, and this day shall be unto you for a memorial. That's when I was telling you I was in Florida, mm-hmm. and I was sitting out on the balcony, and I was meditating this, and the scripture really spoke to my spirit. Mm-hmm. And he said, Tony, you should keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generation. You shall keep it mm-hmm. as a feast by everlasting ordinance. And I was like, okay, Lord, because it really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. So it was something that I knew that I had to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a full revelation at that time, but when the word of God speaks to you, mm-hmm. speaks to your spirit, man, and you just know it, it's right. something that you tend to uh, listen to and and just obey because yes. he is our father. Just mm-hmm. do what he say. One thing I noticed about it, though, whatever God say, whenever God says something to us, Evelyn, mm-hmm. to keep as a memorial, yes. 
when he said in the old covenant, mm-hmm. and that means testament, yes, he gives us the church some way to keep that eternal ordinance under the new covenant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ask us to follow the natural instructions. Because I was like, well, okay, Lord, uh, I don't see any bulls and goats and no slaughtering going on, so what now? What are we going to do? And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. to be funny or anything. I was like, Lord, how do I keep this memorial? Yes. Because what was that definition of memorial ever? It was a ceremony, something that served as a remembrance. As a remembrance. Now, when God tells us to do something, we need to do it. Yes. He gave the Israelites that command. Now, let us see what we are to do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. God told his people to apply the blood of the lamb with the hyssop branch, Evelyn, mm-hmm. to the doorpost of their homes. That was Exodus 12, verse 22. Mm-hmm. He instructed them to do this as a memorial unto him. Notice I said unto him forever. 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 And when God says something is to be done forever, forever means forever. Because God never changes. Mm-hmm. The Israelites kept this divine ordinance in the flesh, outward. Mm-hmm. But how do we keep it, Evelyn, as an eternal memorial under the new covenant? Mm-hmm. The way we keep it today is we keep it in the spirit by pleading the blood of Jesus. The high branch represented their faith. But by faith, we apply the blood of Jesus to our to our doorposts of our lives with our spoken words. words. Yes. yes. We have something to say. say. And we do this as a daily institute of the Passover as an eternal memorial in our lives. And when we continue to be aware of the spiritual responsibilities of pleading the blood of Jesus over our children, we have to say, well, Lord, what does plead mean? And in a legal term, of pleading is we're standing in a court as a defendant in a legal case, and the judge asks, what is your plea, guilty or not guilty? That's in the world's court system. But in the high court of heaven, Lord to God. Yes, we can declare according to the word, I plead the blood of Jesus. The Bible says that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. And daily he has his finger in your face trying to accuse you of something trying his best to get to you or your family in order to bring harm or destruction. Yes. Revelation 12 and 10. But when the accuser stands before the judge of heaven and says, this person is guilty, we can say, no, I am not guilty. You can't harm me. This is not mine to take because I'm not standing on my own righteousness. I'm standing on the shed blood of Jesus. He paid the price for me. Therefore, I receive his righteousness. I receive his wholeness. I receive his health, his wealth, and his well-being. Glory Glory to God. God. Yes. Oh, I do it every day. Yes. And, you know, even when the enemy tries to bring thoughts in your mind of your past life, I Mm -hmm. say, devil, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just start laughing. 
I said, I plead the blood of Jesus. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over that thought. And I keep on going. And it keeps on going. Evelyn, when you plead the blood of Jesus as your defense, it doesn't matter if you're guilty or not guilty. Mm -hmm. The devil has the pass over, so it's time to laugh, devil. The truth is, you can always find something to feel guilty about, Mm -hmm. listeners. But even if you're guilty, just repent. And to repent means turn away. Ask the Spirit of God. Remember, spiritual order, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you. Ask him to help you not go back down that pathway again. Mm -hmm. Father, I repent. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead it against the consequences. And devil, get out of my life. Yes. Yes. The devil can't get to you when you plead the blood of Jesus. Jesus, listeners, in a courtroom, the prosecutor can do anything to a defendant whom the judge declares innocent. Well, (laughs) well, Evelyn, the judge of all, I'm talking about all, has declared you and me. Yes. And all of us listeners, innocent by the blood of Jesus, the prosecutor, the accuser of the brethren, can't do a thing about yes. it. Glory to God, and that is good, good, good news. Yes. Listeners, when I first heard this, I was like, glory to God. You mean, okay. Yes. You know, I used to hear in church, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yes. Notice I say nothing. Nothing. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So that was very good news to me. Yes. One word of caution, though. You can't just know about the power of the blood of Jesus. You have to declare it with the words of your mouth. Mm-hmm. In Matthew 12 and 37, it says, For by your word you will be justified and acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned and sentenced. Mm-hmm. When you, when you, Evelyn, plead the blood of Jesus, mm-hmm. you are acquitted instead of condemned. Yes. But if you start saying things the devil wants you to say, you sentence yourself to defeat by your own words. Yes. So be careful of what you say. Amen. You know, and we see that pleading the blood is a powerful phrase that lines up with the scripture. And it's not just empty religious terms or an old Pentecostal term. All right, so that's something to think about, and that was good news. Think about that. And as we take a break, we will be right back.
the mountain Looked all around, couldn't find nobody Went down into the deepest valley Looked all around down there, couldn't find nobody Across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you Searched all over Couldn't find nobody I looked high and low Still couldn't find nobody, nobody greater, nobody greater, no, nobody greater than you. Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater than you. Nobody can heal like you can. Almost holy one, you are the great I am. Awesome in all your ways and my. You are here, carried out redemption plan. Us his oath 
that because Jesus poured out his blood and paid the price for sin, all men are forgiven in his sight. He has put his name to a document which says he has reconciled the whole world to himself by Jesus the anointed, and he no longer holding anyone's sin against them. That's 2 Corinthians five eighteen through 19. Tony, why did God put his name on that document? Because of the blood of Jesus. God forgives our sin because he honors the blood. He had said, I will accept any man, any woman, and any child from any place in the world, regardless of any sin they have committed. That is good news, listeners. Considering our sin. It would be just for God to say to us, get out of my sight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, thank you, Lord, you didn't tell me that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get out of my sight. What are you doing? What are you doing? Wanted to be a part of my family. Look at you. Look at what you've done. Think of what you're doing. What? But praise God. God, listeners, praise God, Evelyn. Mm -hmm. He doesn't consider our sins. Thank you, Father. He considers the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. He administers justice based on his blood-sworn oath, Evelyn, Mm -hmm. of forgiveness. And because he honors that blood, he justifies us, listeners by wiping out all of our sins. The Bible says he remembers our sins no more. Glory to God. Let me tell you, when I sin, there is no way, Evelyn, there is no way that I will go before the throne of grace asking God to forgive me based on, Lord, I I just didn't know. (laughs) I just didn't know. And I'm serious. I didn't know. Some of the things that I've known now, but I do know yes. when I mess up, I go before the throne of covenant justice and say, Father, I plead the blood of Jesus against yes. that. And I plead the blood over the consequences. Yes, I say, Lord. thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you. Yes. yes. I will not go before God. Talk about, well, Lord, I just didn't know. Well, Lord, no. No, I honor the blood. Yes. That's where my faith rests, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wonder what God is going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wonder if he will forgive me. Mm-hmm. I know he will because he swore it in the blood of his own son. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank yes. you, Father, for the precious blood of Jesus. Evelyn, what do you have to say about that? Oh, Lord. You know, it's when we continually apply the blood of Jesus to the doorposts of our lives by faith, you know, we can live in complete confidence that the devil can't touch our family because God has them in his hands. Glory. Yes. It's a why can't the devil gain access to your family when you plead the blood of Jesus over them every day? To find out the answer to that question, we have to understand that God provided for us to escape judgment. Exodus 12 and 12 says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, 
and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. So when the death angel passed through Egypt, the only reason the angel was able to kill every firstborn was that the Egyptians lacked any divine protection. When God said, I will execute judgment, he didn't mean he was going to send out the death angel just to see how many people he could kill. He simply meant that death would pass through the land, and because the Egyptians were not protected behind the blood, they would be subject to judgment. So remember, we have a part to play in this Mm -hmm. memorial forever. We have to speak it daily. When nothing has changed since then, Evelyn, Mm -hmm. when the blood is present, death still cannot come in. Mm -hmm. However, today, we no longer apply the blood of a literal lamb to our literal dog pulse. Evelyn, we have the blood of Jesus to protect us. He shed his blood once and for all to purchase our complete deliverance from every work of the enemy. Notice that God said the blood shall be to you, Evelyn, Mm -hmm. and for me and for you listeners, for a token upon the houses where you are. Mm -hmm. The blood of the lamb was a token or a showing of God's power. The devil saw that token, and he couldn't prevail against it. Even when they had those tornadoes that went through our land, I stood up, I Mm -hmm. took God at his word, I applied the blood of Jesus to my home and all of my possessions, and I commanded that spirit, that tornado, to pass over my home. Yes. I had the right to do that. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. We don't have just a token. We have the real thing. Yes. We have the real thing, sisters and brothers. Yes. How much more does the devil see the blood of Jesus covering our families, our finances, mm-hmm. our jobs, and all our possessions? And know that he cannot prevail against us, Evelyn. It is time out for that. Time to make the devil tap out. And when I say make the devil tap out, we make him tap out with the word. You have to stand on God's word, his promise. And you have to speak it and speak it and speak it and speak it until it gets in your spirit. Do what you got to do. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. You know, Tony, we saw in Exodus 12 and 12 that God said he would execute judgment. And to understand what he meant by that, we first must understand the true nature of judgment. First of all, by your Christ, it's important to understand that God didn't invent sin. You hear that? He did not invent sin. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that God created was good. You know, God good, the devil bad. It was the devil that introduced sin, and he has been twisting God's perfect creation, Tony, ever since. You know, second, judgment is not God beating people over the head because they have sinned. He already knew he was going to do that. Well, you know, 
doesn't get her. No, no, God doesn't get her. No, God doesn't get her. No, God doesn't say, well, you did wrong today, Evelyn. So I'm going to get you. I'm going to teach you a lesson. God already decreed, people, that the wages of sin is death. That's Romans 6.23. He was saying that death is what sin leads to, and death is the price that must be paid. That one verse alone tells us what we need to know about the nature of judgment. It tells us that if we practice sin, we, we're the one that opened the door to the enemy works of death and destruction. And, you know, after God decreed that the wages of sin is death, there was no way of getting around that judgment because he spoke the truth. He laid out that eternal principle for us once, and he never had to do it again. Because Psalms 111, 7 and 8 says, the work of his hands are absolute truth and justice. Faithful and right, and all his decrees and precepts are sure. They are fixed and established, and they are trustworthy. They stand fast and are established forever and ever, and are done in truth and uprightness. Yes. You know, Tony, all of God's decrees are fixed. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. And those divine decrees aren't going to change and anything that goes against them will reap the reward of judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, God isn't out there saying, I'm going to do this to judge that sin, or I'll do that to judge your sin. He doesn't have to judge every situation. He doesn't see a sinner today and say, well, because you're living this homosexual lifestyle, so I'm going to strike you with AIDS. God has already decreed that sin leads to death. That's the way it is, and it is not going to change. It's God's word. Yes. That's also the way judgment works as far as God is concerned. He already determined that the wages of sin is death. Therefore, as sin runs rampant on the earth, judgment occurs because of that previously established spiritual law, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Just like you have natural laws that are written, you have spiritual laws. It is written. That's why God told the children of Israel, if you will do what I tell you, listen, God tell us these things for mm-hmm. our protection. If you will do what I tell you to do, you will be blessed. You will be protected. Yes. If you don't, the curse is out there. there. It's going to come upon you. Yes. God didn't create those curses, Father Christ. He didn't create the repercussions of sin. Sin caused the curse. Mm -hmm. God just tells us how to avoid sin's results. He lets us know that sin is a path that leads to death and destruction. So when you think about all the bad things that are happening in this earth, realize that those calamities are just a natural destination to which sin leads. There is no way to get away from that fact apart from the saving power of Jesus. You have to get on a different road and start heading in a different direction 
in order to ride to arrive at a different destination. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Evelyn, mm-hmm. is God the source of calamity? No, he's not. Why? Why do you say that? <laughs> Again, we go back to the fact that God is good and the devil is bad. But a lot of Christians tell people that tragedy is God judging their sins. But, you know, it's just not true. Tragedy and trouble are not from God. God is good, good. Yes, and is. bad is from the devil. It's just that simple. <laughs> Actually, it's too simple to mess up, but we find a way to do it. God has been so maligned in these last days, Tony. His name has been so dishonored with false accusations. People say all the time, well, God caused that disaster or God allowed that tragedy to happen. These people think God is behind the horrible things they hear about on the news, whether it is a school shooting, fatal accidents, or natural disasters. But God is not the one causing those oh, tragic events. God. The terrible things that happen in the world are not acts of God, nor are they God's way of punishing people or bringing them to a low point where they will finally repent. That isn't what judgment is. Actually, people who think God causes bad things to happen by his sovereign will are not thinking that premises all the way through. Otherwise, they would see that it just doesn't make sense. We're going to take a praise break on that note, people, and we will return. (laughs) We'll be right back. Clap your hands, everybody. Come on. If God's been faithful, then sing along with us. Everybody say faithful. 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 Faithful Faithful is our God. Come on all over the world. Faithful. Say faithful. Faithful 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 is our God. Come on, say faithful. 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 Faithful Faithful is our God. Yes, He is. Come on, say faithful. Faithful, faithful is our God. I'm reaping the harvest. Take that what the devil stole from me, and I rejoice today. I shall recover it all. Yes, I rejoice today. Welcome back, listeners. We left off with some things just doesn't make sense. But no, tragedy is not God's will, 
We know that because we have a copy of God's will, the written word of God. It says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. James one seventeen. Listeners, friends, sisters and brothers, body of Christ, Heavenly Father gives only good and perfect gifts. Tragedy is a part of the devil's bag of tricks, Evelyn. Yes. There is a devil on the loose. Yes. A part of the judgment to which sin leads. Actually, the simplest way to define judgment is this. As the earth fills up, Evelyn, with sin, mm-hmm. the overflow yes. of sin is judgment. The world has been on a fast track to judgment for a number of years now. Watch the evening news and you'll see what I mean. When you can watch people just shooting someone down in the street. I was watching, um, I think it was CNN, when it was uh, just a squad of policemen Mm -hmm. shooting this man down. They was just standing there, just shooting randomly just in Detroit just going over and over oh my God. They were saying, uh, the police are now firing squads. I'm like, Oh my, look at that. Mm. That is something. And this was on television. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't even want to turn on T V. You know that the earth is filling over sin. When you can watch another human being, I was watching this uh, final witness. It seemed like it was this couple. They were in love, and all was well. They got past Hurricane Katrina, and they survived that. But the lady didn't survive, and the man killed himself. He had a note in his pocket, Mm -hmm. and he told the policeman to go to this apartment. And when he got there, when they got there, the lady's head was in a boiling pot. Her torso was in the oven and different parts in different pots. So I'm like, now you see this on TV. So, you know, um, the, world the, the world is filling up with sin. So time to plead the blood of Jesus. Yes, that is so true. You know, but... It's it's just so much. And, you know, when we are pleading the blood of Jesus and we're appropriating the blood of Jesus, that is our protection yes. because every day there's something going on. Yes. And the way that we're going to protect ourselves and our family is by standing up and speaking out of our mouth the word of God, pleading the blood of Jesus and applying it to our life because God is sovereign. You know, and the lie that God is behind both the man-made and the natural disaster that happen in this world, they're just a trick of the devil to keep us from trusting God and appropriating his promise of protection in our lives. You know, and if we believe the lie, we'll conclude, well, God is sovereign, so I have no control of what may happen to my family and me in the future. 
And many Christians have that attitude. They say, well, since God is sovereign, whatever happens to us is his will, and we just have to bear it because it's all part of his plan. But that is a very deadly thought process that will keep believers from being able to move into what God wants them to do. For instance, suppose these Christians were in a situation where somebody was pointing a gun at them and they sensed the Holy Spirit prompting them to walk over to this person and share the gospel with him. (laughs) And without a solid assurance that God will protect them, how would they be able to do that, Tony? They would. They wouldn't. They would not do it. They wouldn't do it. No, they wouldn't. But if if they believe that whatever happens, good or bad, is God's will, how can they have any confidence that God will protect their children from all harm? Yes. Are you? Yes. You know, yes, God is sovereign. But God's sovereignty gave us dominion, Tony, over the enemy, over the devil, through the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and the anointed word. You know, God's sovereignty gave us covenant promises, and his sovereignty decided to give us a choice. He gave us a choice whether or not to appropriate those promises in our lives. It's our choice. We have a part to play. God will not take back that choice. Evelyn, he is sent. Going to change everything would cease to exist if he turned back on his word mm-hmm. and did something differently. So you got to do something different. Yes, he has already said because what he already said because what he has said is true. Mm-hmm. When tragedy hits, Christians. It's time for us to do what God told us to do mm-hmm. and stop saying, well, that must have been God's will. That mm-hmm. terrible tragedy wouldn't have happened to me. That is such a spiritually mm-hmm. lazy way to look at it, Evelyn. Yes. No, you have a part. I have a part. Yes. We have a part. We have a part, and it's time to say something. Yes. God's word says we are to be alert and vigilant against the devil, against his attacks. Mm-hmm. We can't just go around thinking, I'm a Christian, Evelyn, mm-hmm. so God is going to protect me. And then assume that God will prevent anything bad from happening to us. Mm-hmm. Protection, Evelyn, is not automatic. Mm-mm. It is not. In yeah. fact, I haven't found anything in God's word that is automatic. Even salvation must be believed and asked and received. Yes. For some reason, we seem to think that God's promises are going to be fulfilled for us just because we're Christians, but it just doesn't work that way. Someone once said to me, hmm, then when you got saved, weren't you automatically protected, Evelyn? Mm. What? No, not what? automatic, no. <laughs> Why? You have something Why? To say. What you got to say about Why? 
Because if that was the case, the Spirit of God said, well, that would be true if the enemy, the devil, wasn't trying every day to take it away from you. And that's where God has placed the responsibility in our laps. And to find out what he has to say about that, we have to appropriate the word in our life. We have to go to the word of God to see what it is that he has to say to us about the blood of Jesus and pleading the blood of Jesus every day in our lives. All right. Thank you all. Thank you, listeners. You know, this has been such a good a good talking. Tony, we have some scriptures, don't we, that we wanted to discuss about the blood of Jesus that our listeners can write down and that they can go back to and read over for themselves. Yes, first Peter one and two. First Peter 1 and 2, we are the elect unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Christ. First Peter 1 and 2. Listeners, we can plead the blood of Jesus all day long, but if we are not obedient to the word of God, we will be wasting our breath. We have to do what God told us to do, and we apply the blood of Jesus by faith. Hebrews 11:28 through faith, he Moses kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. We have a responsibility. Yes. So, it's time to get up in the morning and say thank you Lord for a good day. Lord God, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ through my covenant relationship with you over my family, my friends, my loved ones, and my nation, my neighborhood. By your mighty power, move them out of harm's way today. Deter everything that will affect their lives. Protect them and raise a hedge of protection over them. Now, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, thank you, listeners, and we will be looking forward to fellowshipping with you again next week. Evelyn, you have something to say? Yes, I did. I was, you know, just going through the Bible, and Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself Without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead work to serve the living God. And on that note, we are going to be closing out, but we thank you again for being with us tonight. And you can go to us to go and pull up our show on soulofamericaradio.com. Go up into the left-hand corner and click on Oh Hell No Devil and go to the bottom, and you can leave us comments and questions that we can address on the following week. Thank you for being with us tonight. Have a blessed week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.